You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple. Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow. Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. You good? I am too. And I, after, after all of these episodes, I have yet to come up with a, a new phrase. Well, we do have great guests. We do. I'm trying to tell you, I, I think that, I think that God has blessed us with great guests. So I, I can't change my, my opening because it applies so far to everybody. And this one is no different for no those of different. you who are listening I'm excited to talk to this couple. Who do we have? I am too. Tonight or today, whenever you're listening to this, we are talking to Constance and Anthony Mason. They are the visionaries of the new anthology experience called Money Talks, Uncut Convos with Power Couples about love, money, and entrepreneurship. I always get that word wrong. (laughs) Entrepreneurship. Yeah. Man, listen, they so so <laughs> what Nisi read, right, is literally uh one one hundredth mm-hmm. probably of uh what this couple does and what they're about. And so we we're, we're gonna dig into that. First of all, I wanna thank you guys. Thank um you Anthony both and Constance. Thank you so much for being guests on our show. Yes. Thank our you for couples need this. All couples need oh, this, yeah. let me tell you. Absolutely. So we wanna first do that up front. We want to thank you for being guests. Thank you so much for your time, lending your time. This is going to be good. I already know. You're welcome. We're glad to be here. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you. Absolutely. So, You know know what else I love about the bio that we have? It mm -hmm. says here, can I just read a little bit about the book? Sure. Absolutely. It says, this book is perfect for couples who need to know the real deal about what it truly takes to keep their marriage together while trying to trying to create wealth, impact, and breaking the chains of dysfunction in our communities. That's powerful, and we could pretty much stop the podcast right there. <laughs> yeah, right. It, That's it, powerful. And, and key phrase being, right, breaking the chains. Breaking the chains. We talk yes. so much about how... Um, how how crucial that is mm-hmm. as it relates to uh, maintain building and maintaining a healthy relationship. And so that's powerful. So listen, we're not going to do a whole lot of talking. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to let y'all know right now. We're going to start it off and we're going to let y'all rock and roll. But Ooh. before we get into what Good you book. do mm-hmm. and the meat of, of everything that you do, because Constance does some other things as well. Yes. And, and Anthony has done some other things and had some other experiences in life. Before we get into that, you know, we're suckers for a great love story. So, oh, boy. <laughs> so I, I got to ask, how did Anthony and Constance meet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, That's interesting. It was on a street in Baltimore, Maryland, where uh, I was getting off of my part-time job. 
And I always like to talk about this purple coat. So I had on this purple coat. It yeah. had a hood to it with the fur around the back. Barney coat. And I had <laughs> the nerve to have a, it's kind of like a suitcase or something like that. And all I was doing was uh, calling on benefit uh, people who had given to the BSO uh, symphony orchestra. So I was just telefunding. Mm-hmm. But somehow in my mind, I thought that if I had this suitcase that I would one day become a business owner, I was carrying it around like I really had business going on. Mm-hmm. And I had this little pur- purple coat on it. It looked like a, a youth coat, right? You know how you get the little coat for your kid and it's got the hood on it. That's what I had on with the briefcase. Okay, get the visual. All right. <laughs> I'm on the bus stop, mind you. Okay, that's how I was going to get home is catching the bus. So I'm waiting for the bus. And then he (laughs) is the driver of the bus that's parked right there where I'm waiting. And Mm -hmm. he was not the bus that I was waiting for, but he was on layover. And so he just kind of came outside and just, you know, stood in the steps on the bus, just chilling on his break. And then he decided to walk down the path. And when he came down there, we just struck up a conversation. Right. And. His he was facing me and I'm looking at the bus behind him. And as we're just talking regular stuff, you know, no flirting or anything. Um, I looked behind him and I saw the last that was like uh, the four digits of my phone number. So I said to him in mid sentence, whatever he was saying to me, I was like, that's my phone number, you know, right there <laughs> or that I saw behind him. And he's like, oh, OK. He said, well, what's the first three? So I said, watch well, where this is going now. <laughs> then you can have it. Okay, okay. And guess the three digits of my wow. phone number were beta. What? Not on the third try, second try, first try. Wow. Five, six, three. And I was like, stunned. It was exactly the first three digits of my number. And when she told me to guess, <clears throat> I think I can chime in now. <laughs> um, when she told me to guess, I wasn't even trying because I just knew I was going to get it wrong Mm -hmm. because that wasn't even my approach. I thought she was nice to talk to, very easy on the eye. And that was it. Mm -hmm. I said, I'll get it wrong. I'll never get it right. In my mind. And I just said, five, six, three. And she said, oh, my gosh, that's actually. And I had to look at myself as in the reflection of the bus like, window and said, oh, do? now I've done it. What have you done now? Mm-hmm. What have you done now? Right. Yeah. That's amazing. It's that amazing. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. So so let's let's try through the story a little bit. Right. So you guess the phone number mm-hmm. from from that encounter. How long was it until you guys were like, okay, we are officially dating. This is an item. Um, how long did it take <laughs> from that from that encounter? We talked. We talked oh. nearly every day after that. Okay, but we. I don't recall him ever being like, "Hey, I want you to be my girl." Right. I don't remember any conversation like that. We just were two peas in a pod. Yeah. Ever since that day, mm-hmm. there was no official. Sounds meeting. familiar. Yeah. 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 Together. That's like the fun part of uh, when you meet someone that first, I call it the first phase, that first Mm -hmm. phase when you're getting it, it's it's brand new. And then they call you and you see their number on the call ID Uh and you just smile. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that first phase. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. And I was, I was rather enjoying that face. I was like, let's just, let's just be friends. Right, right, right. I stressed that. I let's was just, trying to accelerate. Yeah. She was trying to accelerate the program. <laughs> let's just be friends. Yeah. I'm just like, friends. Because I thought in hindsight, yeah. if it was going to be something, mm-hmm. then we were going to have something to stand on. Yeah. yeah that. Wow. That's great. If let's, it was going to Hold on. Can, can I stop you for a second? That yes. is a trade secret. Yeah, we can't let that one go by. <laughs> we kill it. That is Listen, a trade secret. For those of you who are listening who are single, mm-hmm. they laid a foundation. Yes. Right? And the found laying that foundation was important. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that are listening, I want you don't let that slip by you. The importance of a foundation. Yeah. Of of enjoying that time where you are building something. Yeah. That's that's key. Yeah. yeah. That is key. And I and before you keep going, I don't wanna I don't yeah. wanna let something go that Constance said as well. Because it sounded funny and it gave us a great visual, mm-hmm. but it speaks to something that is powerful and something that we need to incorporate, right? She said she was on a part-time job, on the bus stop, but she had a briefcase. Yes. Because yeah. at some point in her mind, Vision. that would lead to be uh, lead her to, to the corporate world. Yeah. Right? And you'll understand, those of you who are listening, why that's so powerful when you hear what she does. Yes. So I don't want to skip over that. Mm. Writing the vision, crafting the vision, yeah. building a foundation. Yeah. That is, wow. Powerful. That's gold. Okay. All right. I'm going to stop talking. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so even then, um, even if it, it was unbeknownst to her, I think she had a vision that one day this briefcase is going to be filled with documents. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This briefcase is going to be filled with information. Mm-hmm. That people are going to need. They don't yes. know it yet. Mm-hmm. I don't even know it yet. I was going to say, she didn't even know it yet. She yeah. didn't know it yet. Yeah. But she knew that it was in this case. Mm. And it might have been empty, but she had a lot of things to put in it. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's powerful, man. Very yeah. powerful. Yeah. Very that, powerful. That is powerful. Mm. So we kind of kind of kept it unofficial. Yeah. We're building a friendship. So let's... Let's broaden the scope then. So from that first encounter, when you guess the phone number, to we're getting married. Mm-hmm. What was that time period? How long was that? It was almost seven years. Almost seven years. Okay. 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 Great. Wow. Yeah, I was, um, I was coming out of uh, an unfavorable situation. Gotcha. And I had no intention of getting married again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it was something about Constance. It was the friendship. It was, it was because she was easy on the eye for number one. <laughs> um, but I didn't make my whole decision based on that. It was so many other things that mm-hmm. I was looking for gotcha. that I didn't realize I was looking for mm-hmm. because I said I didn't want it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was it was it was the magnet that kept drawing me to her. It's mm-hmm. just I like talking to her. My mm-hmm. my nickname for her is Sunshine. Aww. Okay. So when I was around her, I always felt the warmth. Yeah. Always felt it was easy going. It was yeah. it was smooth. It was 
I was like, I like this. You talking to me this stuff, right? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that's how that whole thing. Yeah. So what was the main thing that you feel like <laughs> drew us together or that you feel like God put us together for? You remember what you said? I said a lot. Well, I'll say it. <laughs> At the time I was young. Yeah. But I was heavily into my spirituality. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's coming to me now. But go and on. When we would talk, we would talk about our past and we would talk about, you know, things we wanted to do in life. And, mm-hmm. and I would always talk about God and what he was doing in my life. And he would say, you know, I grew up in the church and I was like, OK, good. At least, you know, at least you got that. Right. Because some mm-hmm. guys, they don't talk about spirituality, you know, right. especially in the beginning of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And and so I was like I had been praying for a godly man. And I knew that. Well, I actually had a prophecy from uh, my prophet that my husband was coming and (laughs) she had told me that the imposter would come first. Mm. And I did have an imposter before Anthony. And so when when he came and we got to talking and and, and I started feeling a connection with him. And when I say I was trying to accelerate it, that was why, because I already believed what God had for me. And I believed that my prophet wouldn't lie to me. And so (laughs) when we were vibing, I'm like, that's it. He's the one, you know, and I was so excited about it. And he's over there like, that goes, um, that goes back to the seven years, ma'am. <laughs> I'm coming out of a unfavorable situation, yes, ma'am. Yes. Right. And I'm just like, I don't care about that. I right, exactly. <laughs> what the Lord told me. Right. And so I was just, I never doubted that he was going to be my husband. Never doubted. No, at she all. didn't. Wow. And I knew spiritually that God had put us together. And so he began to say that God wanted his son back. Wow! Because you can't just say I grew up in the church and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like you got to have an ongoing personal relationship with God, mm-hmm. and I had it at the time, even though I was young, I had it. Mm-hmm. And so when we started dating, and I would bring him to church with me, and yeah, that was our know, first date. Actually, talk about the mm-hmm. word, and we would break it down. And I even used to speak in tongue, and he would be like looking at me crazy, like, "How do you do that? What are you saying, and why?" Right? <laughs> and I couldn't explain it, but I knew that it was part of my connection to my my father Mm -hmm. and so he would just want to be able to do it but he couldn't get it and he just was like what what is so hard about this thing and again it was the spiritual connection that i had that he desired Mm -hmm. that it wasn't just about us building some carnal empire together it was what he would do through us Mm -hmm. as people as his children because we desired to be together so he was like i believe he wanted his son back and so now to this day 21 years later Mm. when he opens his eyes he is on the floor Mm. before he goes to the bathroom before he drinks any water he is on the floor Mm. praying wow beautiful Man, that's beautiful. That's awesome. God really did manifest that everything awesome. that he promised. Yeah, now now on be unbeknownst to me, I didn't know that was the plan. They had a closed door meeting that I knew <laughs> right. nothing about. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> okay. So in hindsight, that's what that seven years was for. Right. Mm. Yeah. And seven is a number of completion. Yeah, correct. That was yep. that prep work. Yep, yep. So I didn't I had no idea that's what it was. So what he was doing was getting me ready right yeah for what was coming mm-hmm. wow this is amazing <laughs> yeah that's you know this is all amazing i just had to let that breathe for a second before nope. i keep going <laughs> like that's that was 
You want to talk about a God ordained scenario. I was just going to say like this whole thing so far, no coincidence, no coincidence is there. Yeah. God ordained scenario from, from jump. the phone number at the bus yeah. at the bus stop to yeah. the yes. whole to everything the whole seven years and just it's just God ordained. So the, no the God's timing is is from what Perfect. I'm continuing to learn on my journey is it's not our time. That's right. Mm-hmm. So he moved. It's not chess. It's checkers. We've heard that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So what in the strategy of moves he had my bus arrive before the bus she needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it then take her away. So it would give us time to at least meet. Yeah. Right. Before she had to leave. Right. Mm. And gave me the time to be there so we could meet. Right. But that was all unbeknownst to us both. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, God's playing chess, awesome. making moves. Yeah. That, so yeah, that that's doing? amazing. And and I I told you guys that are listening in the beginning, you'll understand why all this makes sense mm-hmm. when you hear what they're doing. But before I do that, and I'm going to stay on time, I promise, I got one last question about the relationship part of it. What was year one like of marriage? Hmm. Whoa, that was 20 years ago. Year one (laughs) was, (laughs) so we got married at the courthouse. Okay. And we, don't laugh at us, okay? No, hey, we'll tell you our story (laughs) at, at another time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we got married at the courthouse, but I had rallied up my mom and her best friend, who's now her husband, mm-hmm. uh, and her best friend, because we needed somebody to stand in for us right. to go down to the courthouse so we could get married. Mm-hmm. So we called them like the night before and was like, hey, we're getting married. We need you tomorrow. And they was like, OK, yes. sure. <laughs> so then they meet, we get in the car, we go on down and we get married. Literally right after we left the courthouse, I had my little cute dress on and I'm just walking downtown Baltimore, downtown Baltimore to get back to the car. Right. And the people are like, you know how people are on the street. Oh, she looked nice. Y'all look nice. Where y'all going? We trying to hurry up because we have a little bit of time. We had to get the kids from school. Yes. (laughs) Send them to my mom's house. Yes. Move in together. Yes. All in the same night. In the same day. Wow. (laughs) And then we moved into this apartment that oh my god when you say meager beginning this apartment was like the worst apartment ever it had a smell as soon as you came in the doorway you know you got the The doorway come in the front door then you go upstairs like it stinks so bad and i don't know what it was and so we looking back it was like we did everything fast and the same day we got the kid and look the kids didn't even know we was married. <laughs> wow. We didn't even tell them. It wasn't like a conscious thing. Like, don't tell the kids. It's just, we were just doing things. It was yeah. just like, you know, we got to get this done. We got to get, get that this done. done. And then my yeah. mom kept the kids for the weekend. So we at least had the weekend. But it was like, it, the kids said to us later, they was like, y'all married? Like, you know, because yeah. they knew we were dating all these <laughs> they, years. Yeah. They like middle school age at this point. And they're like, we were, get, we were getting a car one day and signing the paperwork. And they asked for my last name. So I said Constance Craig because I had not changed it. But mm-hmm. We had been married for a while. And it was mm-hmm. Constance Craig. And then he said, Anthony Mason, we go on the application. And then he was like, single, married, whatever. And I'm like, married. And then my daughter's like, y'all not married. In right the car out. dealership. <laughs> right, right in the dealership. <laughs> and then it dawned on me that we hadn't told the kids right. that we mm-hmm. had been married. And they looking like somebody lied. 
And then wow. the, the car dealer man is looking like somebody's lying. Because it's like, <laughs> why your kid don't know that you're married? Yeah. And they middle school age. They would yes. clearly know. So we was embarrassed because, you know, we hadn't told the kids, okay? <laughs> and we had long funny. been married. But the first year, we were excited because, again, for me, I already knew what the prophecy had said. Yes. So I just was just super excited about it actually coming to pass. And then, you know, can we keep it real? Please. Absolutely. We would have it no other way. When you're dating and you have spirituality, it's like if you're fornicating, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have your moment of fun Mm -hmm. and then you go somewhere and pray and cry because you like, why did I do that? Why Mm -hmm. why am I so, why can't I get myself together and just do it the right way? So after we were able to officially be together, you know what I mean? We Mm -hmm. was happy because we didn't have to cry and pray. We yeah. could just be together. Right. And, right. You know, we were just happy about that. Mm-hmm. But I can yeah. definitely tell you. Oh, but you didn't have an <laughs> that, that apartment. When it when I think back of how much sleep I did not get <laughs> in that apartment, oh my mm-hmm. God. I can tell you that she counted me. <laughs> right. <laughs> at night. I didn't count sheep, they counted me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So so mm-hmm. woo. Hey. That's all right. <laughs> listen, listen, you guys can't see them right now. And the big smiles they got on their face. <laughs> yeah, thank God for elevation. Yeah, hey, I I smile love now. Hey, oh, I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it. And, and you know what? There's something to be said for that, right? Because what often happens with couples is that we get married mm-hmm. and we get into that space. You talked about meager beginnings, right? And we see the challenges and things are happening fast for for a lot of us. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you hear about the storybook wedding and, you know, the 30 and 40 and 50 thousand dollar wedding. But there are a large percentage of us that haven't experienced that. So you get in those moments where it's hard, where it's tough, where there's a lot going on. And we look at each other one day and like we didn't we didn't sign up for that. Right. I didn't sign up for that. Yeah. And and then it becomes a downhill slalom, if you will, Mm -hmm. as opposed to locking arm in arm and saying, hey, this is what it's supposed to be. I know that's what it's supposed to be. This is what God ordained. And so we're going to keep pushing forward. Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. so there's something to be said for that. um, For those of you are listening that, you know, you have to look at this as a journey. Right. And I'm praying if you are with the person that God has ordained you to be with, do not give up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Do not That's give up. It. Right. Mm-hmm. And let's give you some inspiration on why you should not give up. Let's fast forward all the way. Right. So what's happening right now? Mm. What's happening now yeah, with the Mason right family? Yeah. Let's talk he's about that. He's definitely blessing us. He's blessing everybody that comes into our space. Yes. We are attracting. And I hadn't thought about it until one of my good friends said it <clears> yesterday. We are attracting people like us. Mm-hmm. When I thought, you know, about this book project, you know, that we have coming out and I was thinking about, you know, how are we going to find 24 African-American married mm-hmm. entrepreneurial couples? Yeah. How are we going to find that? Yeah. 
I do have a lot of entrepreneurs in my in my circle, but I might not know the spouse. You know, you know the one, but you don't right. know the other. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes it's like one is outgoing and the other one isn't, so they don't like being in the public eye and all that. Right. So I'm like, how are we going to find people who are willing to do the project, have the time, have the financial commitment? And get both of them and their schedules together Yes, (laughs) and the kids and all so that we can share our stories and inspire other families, Mm -hmm. just like you said. And it was not difficult. No. Wow. It was not difficult. We had about 70 couples that we talked to and prospected. 60, 70. And we did a, an author interest call. We did it on a Friday night, Saturday night. Mm Mm-hmm. We had about 25 people registered, couples registered for the first night. Mm-hmm. And then the second night, we had about 33 because people had rescheduled, you know, from the first night. <coughs> mm-hmm. And everybody was excited about it. You know, they listened to our whole vision for yes. the project. And even the ones who, for various reasons, couldn't be a part of it, they were like, we will support, we will share it, we mm-hmm. will buy the book, we will do whatever because we believe in it. Mm-hmm. And just that love alone from our own people was just overwhelming because we were like, we just wanted to, you know, do a book and share a couple stories. And, yeah. you know, it's turned into a lot more to this date. Yes. You know, it has turned into now a conference, you wow. know, book tour. Um, TV we show have a TV show coming out. Um, we thought we would do a podcast, but now we got a TV show. You know, <laughs> so it's like okay, that's even hey, better. That's what's up. But um, it's just the energy around it all, yes. and we didn't have. We had we built a team, right? So we had a, a lady who we consider our project manager for the book. We had someone doing our graphics, um, and then we again, through networking, we're able to find a media company to do a special edition magazine for all of the co-authors to be in it and Mm. for us to be on the cover. And I had met the lady before, but I had just inquired about her magazine. And she said, yes, we can do a special edition that comes out around the same time as your book comes out. Mm -hmm. She said, and we'll also do a let you guys on our podcast and we will live stream from whatever location you guys are doing your launch from. And mm. at the time, we were only going to do one launch one. Yes. <laughs> in our hometown in Maryland. We're just going to do one launch. And that was it. So we like, OK, we do have to find a location. But she was like, OK, when you find a location, we'll come. We'll stream it out on all our platforms mm-hmm. and, and really get the word out. And so we were like, OK, great. But we didn't have a bunch of graphics No. (laughs) for the first couple of weeks. We didn't have anything but what we were talking about on our timeline. Mm -hmm. When we finally got the book cover, the front of the book, we put that out on social media and and all our village was going crazy. Oh, that's beautiful. Didn't even have a book yet. Mm -hmm. So then I said, I'm going to see, I'm going to put some feelers out and see if people are really interested in it and really want to support so I started inboxing people just in my village. I didn't even tap his yet. Not yet. I just started inboxing some people that I know from social media and was saying, hey, you know, if you support our book, we'll put you in the acknowledgments part of the book mm-hmm. in the front to say thank you. Um, we'll give it to you half price, $10, because when it comes out, it'll be 20 plus shipping and handling. Mm-hmm. And 161 people Oof. say yes and paid $10 for the book. Now, mind you, I did a little bit of math, okay, (laughs) on self-published projects. Mm -hmm. 
And they say for the lifetime of a self-published book, it's about 250 copies that people sell, you know, during the course of them having that book. And I'm like, wow, that's not a lot of copies, you know, for somebody putting out a whole project like that. But that's typically what happens, about 250 at the max. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I did 161 by myself. Not my husband's market. None of the co-authors. I didn't put it on my timeline and say, hey, buy the book. I was inboxing people. So get this. If you had 161 people to say yes, how many people did you prospect? Right. Yeah. So I had to probably prospect mm-hmm. about 300 yep. people yep. or more. Mm-hmm. I didn't even count it. Yeah. yeah but right. again, everybody's not going to say yes. Everybody's not going to read the message or even get the message. Some people don't even check their messenger, right. you know? <clears throat> so I had to go through a lot of people, but look at how many showed up for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that let me know right there that there was power in directly asking somebody for something and not just assuming that they saw it on your timeline. Because you yes. know how people get, oh, they saw it. They didn't want to support me. Right. How do you know they right, saw right, it? Right, right, right. <laughs> ask yeah. them. And, and one, Personally, ask them. And one of the other things that we understood is that um, as far as business is concerned, the law of large numbers. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand right. that concept. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. Now, going to say yes, but somebody will. You're yeah. right. You're right. So let's talk a little bit about the book, like what the book is. Well, I told I, I read the title of the book. So let's talk about the book. <clears throat> what is it about? But first of all, what inspired you for this project in the first place? Yeah, because some of our listeners are probably like, okay, we went straight from <laughs> wedding to what, what are we talking wedding about right now? <laughs> <laughs> What inspired you to is us. Us. We have weathered the storms of love, money, and entrepreneurship. In the real sense. Write about what you know. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So we we thought sometimes people don't really know how to deal with their frustrations. Right. Mm -hmm. Take it out in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes therapy is writing. Yeah. Yeah. So let's write it down. Yeah. But I don't want to relive it. Let's write it down. Mm If we can write it down and share it with other couples, because sometimes even though other couples may not say so, mm-hmm. they may be intrigued about how did you do that? Right. right. What do you what are you doing? What, what's the formula? What, yeah. What's what's the magic? Mm-hmm. Well, the magic is the work. Mm. Mm-hmm. The magic is no shortcut. Wow. That's good. Wow. That's a trade Look, secret, folks. If you're listening. The other little nugget real quick <laughs> that the listeners don't know about. Oh, boy. OK. So my husband is 18 years my senior Mm -hmm. so he is older than I am and I had two little babies when I met him and he had a son from his previous marriage Mm -hmm. and so that's a dynamic that people didn't often understand like oh you know she's younger she had babies you know he his child was older than my kids were and he had no intention on getting married Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's like how does that work (laughs) Mm -hmm. but God but God yeah yeah back to the bus stop Mm -hmm. back to the bus stop Mm-hmm. Back to the bus stop. Back to the bus stop. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. God, I had I had to have you park. Mm-hmm. I had to have you keep still mm, right. so I could get your attention. Yeah. I don't want to distract you while you're doing what you do. Right. Yeah. That listen. Listen, you've already been dropping trade secrets. I've been trying to pull them out and trying to <laughs> try to identify them for the folk that are listening. But let me ask you a specific one. <clears throat> you guys are 18 years apart. Mm-hmm. Right? That is in and of itself, a dynamic. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. What would you say to the couple who is maybe grappling with the certain pieces of that dynamic, right? Because I'm not going to, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but just as it relates to uh, phases and where those Mm -hmm. phases might be different um, or you, one might be in a different place and and ideologies may be different based on experiences because there's 18 years more of those. Um, Mm -hmm. Talk to that couple about how you can craft a, a, a cohesive team, Mm. even with those, those dynamics. Okay. So God first Mm -hmm. in the center, because we are both Taurus. Okay. That makes it Mm -hmm. even worse, right? May May 1st, May 13th. Yes. Okay. Somebody is stubborn and they don't want yes. to listen and they don't yes. want to do things other people's way and that kind of thing. So we are both Taurus and he is actually in my mom's generation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be and I have no, no shame, but I'll be 60 on my birthday. Mm-hmm. OK, OK. So, and I, you know. Their generation was you know, be seen and not heard, stay in a child's place. <clears throat> what goes on in my house stays in my house. Right. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm the child of that generation. Right. And so I think a little differently. I think the tell it, tell the truth, yes. be authentic. Ain't no shame in my game. It is what it is. Yes. Yeah. And how can we grow from it? Right. And so I feel like that is part of what we have learned to navigate together is because I was able to show him that authenticity is okay. Mm-hmm. And even if some ugly stuff is revealed, it's revealed for a reason and it needs to get dealt with. Mm-hmm. And with our kids growing up, you know, they got to see a lot of the stability that his family had instilled in him. My family, we were unstable. Mm-hmm. So we were able to show our kids that regardless of what happened in our union we were going to fight until we got out of the situation until we made it better and we were going to communicate about it and not just hide it from them because life happens to everybody right Mm. so i feel like you know keeping god in the relationship and not allowing the taurus the bull to come out on the two of us because we we didn't argue you know we didn't like physically fight. We we didn't do any of that in these 21 years that we've been together. Mm-hmm. It's not that we don't disagree. It's that right. we just respect each other, right. like to the highest. Yeah. I respect him as a man. I respect him as the head of the household. Um, and yes, I do understand that he is older than I am. And uh, I respect that. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not like I look up to him like my father, but that's my husband. I'm not going to go crazy, you know, if he doesn't agree with me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find a way to respectfully say it in love so that we still get what we need to get accomplished. Right. But he doesn't feel like I stripped him of his manhood. I don't feel like, oh, I'm younger and he's not listening to me. We have to learn how to communicate. And God is the center of that. Yeah, yeah. God has definitely been the uh <laughs> the door stopper. Mm-hmm. And I say that from the door being opened and walk out of it or the door being slammed and closed while I'm talking You're to you. You better say. <laughs> <laughs> Help all kinds of nuggets up in here. So, so that, that God has definitely been that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because that like center. you said, some people yeah. would just given the right circumstance, they would roll out. Yeah. they yeah. Would walk. Right. You're right. You're because right. like I mentioned, like I mentioned earlier, 
uh, just going back to the seven year, I, I had no intentions of getting married again. Mm-hmm. And God says, no, I have something else for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And he had to believe that. Yeah. And that was but up more than his own feelings or emotions or past hurt or yeah. anything. Right. He had to trust God even yeah. more than he trusted me. That's yes. huge. So mm. to to say to any couples that might be listening, it doesn't matter what someone else thinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you if you've grown up with traditions like I have, mm-hmm. certain traditions, then if you've seen those traditions work, keep them then you feel like, well, I should keep these traditions because they work. Mm -hmm. But sometimes rules are meant, if not to be broken, to be bent. Mm. I like that. Because it's a different dynamic. You're talking about a blended situation. Mm -hmm. uh, Raising, uh, they were two and three. No, they were younger. They were one, um, almost mm -hmm. two and almost three. Well, yeah, two, yeah. And Mm -hmm. I had a... Seven-year-old like seven. at okay. the time. Okay. So it was like, this is a whole different mm-hmm. type of, Yeah. some of it's going to be tradition and some of it's going to be something else. Mm-hmm. And so to me and well to us, it, it's all, when I look and when I look back at it in, in retrospect, it's almost like it wasn't about us. It was about them. Mm-hmm. Wow. When I look back at it when I flip through that you know I'm flipping through it in my mind it was it was was like about them Mm. because of what we had experienced we didn't want them to have to experience yeah Mm. yeah Yeah. we get that definitely we get that that. and it it, and and what I'm hearing is that it's almost for some of that you actually had to uh you had to just create it yeah yes You, you had to be like you know what it's a blank piece of paper let's Let's draw something. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and, and I, I love that because what I'm hearing, I, I heard the undertone of respect. I heard the undertone of communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard the undertone of actually, and you didn't say this, but the way you described what happened between you guys in my mind, I was like, man, that takes a level of um, self-awareness. Yeah. And that takes a, a level of unselfishness. Yeah. Because yes. we can bring to the table our own ideology, right. and we tend to stand on that position. Right. This is how I did it. This is how it's going to be done. Mm-hmm. This is how it's always been done. You know, get on board. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. But what I'm hearing you guys had to do a lot of, okay, all right, let me let me hear what Constance has to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me learn a little bit about this whole authenticity <laughs> thing and being vulnerable and being transparent. Yeah. Right? And, and there was some give and take there yeah. with some right. stuff that Anthony had to bring to the table as right. well. And then you had to take those pieces and create your own recipe. Yeah. 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 I love it. Nothing about our situation was <clears throat> like me. normal. Right. It really wasn't. Nothing about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like we couldn't go to our friends and talk about our relationship because right. they wouldn't understand what we possibly have in common and the dynamic 15 years between us. Yes. Right. And we laugh and cackle about shows and TV shows and things. A good time. I'm an old soul. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I listen to my mom and them music and my own music. I love hip hop. Now I love some nineties hip hop. <laughs> yes, she does. But again, nineties hip hop for me, he was probably doing his own thing. You know, he was, was. way older than me, mm-hmm. you know, so he probably was listening to something different, mm-hmm. but I, I love music. 
music, you know, and right. I and I grew up with it with my my grandma and my mom and stuff. So we we love music, we love movies. Like you would think that we grew up in the same generation, mm-hmm. but what, we're just open. Yeah. Yeah. What what's interesting is and and I meant I mentioned um chess and checkers earlier mm-hmm. for any of the couples that might be um listening. It's almost like, well, no, if I, I'll try my best to describe it. It was, a, it was a 64 square theater. So that's the board. Mm-hmm. And neither one of us knew how to play chess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So on that uh, chess board, 64 square theater is what mm-hmm. I call it. Mm-hmm. So we were, we were navigating and moving on that board and we were doing, and that, we really learned a lot. Yeah. yeah, we learned a lot, not just about life, but about ourselves. Yeah. Right. You know what you think, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I learned is I didn't know anything. Yeah, we still Be- learning. Yeah, because what I thought I knew, I know this hands down. Mm-hmm. No, it had some changes. It was some revisions. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's great. key. And and for those of you that are listening, right? That that lends itself to this anthology project. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Masons have created, mm-hmm. right? And and the name of it is Money Talks. Yeah. Uncut combos with power couples about love, money, and entrepreneurship because yeah. that's a piece of life that they have experienced. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So, to, and and you'll get a chance to really to really plug this at the end. Um. But I want to, I I want to ask you guys. If you could pull out one important thing that you've learned through this process, right, as it relates to uh, love, money, and entrepreneurship, what would that what would that thing be? What would that thing be that you could share that you've learned that has been vital to your relationship? Oh, okay, so our dynamic in those areas, mm-hmm. I would say just be willing to be flexible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because okay. I. Well, I I work in financial services and the one thing that I believe that my clients love about me the most is that I'm very unjudgmental and I make it so easy for them to share what they're going through Mm -hmm. so that we can fix it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Anthony and I have been through financial challenges, you know, you know, we've had to deal with when the economy crashed in 2007, eight, Mm. Um, we had to file bankruptcy bankruptcy before we've had to deal with health challenges that knocked our money all out of control Mm -hmm. um you know i have started businesses and stopped them and opened them up again and did all of that yeah and even though it was frustrating he never made me feel like any of it was a mistake Mm. he never made me feel like it was my fault and you know because i'm the financial person and Mm. when we have financial issues like any other family um, goes through, I, I carried that weight, you know, mm-hmm. not only as a wife, but I carried it as a financial professional. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, I got to hurry up and get us back on our feet. And he never, ever, ever made me feel any level of guilt. Um, but we just put our heads together to try and figure out what would be the next move. And it's funny, you know, he had 20 some years in uh, transportation at the time that I started entrepreneurship. And um, I told him once I got in financial services, depending on, you know, how I could help people, I felt like I would retire him early. (laughs) 
we talk about this to this day. And I was just like so hype about the impact I was going to make and all the money I was going to make. And I was just like, yeah, I know they give you a 30 and out, but I'm going to get you out of there earlier. Right. (laughs) And so then the economy crashed. And then I'm like, I can't keep my promise. Like I can't, you know, I'm not going to have all these six figures and I'm not. So, you know, he continued to do his thing. He was going to retire anyway, you know, Mm -hmm. but I just, because of my heart for him and you know what I had walked into, I'm like, this is going to set us free. Mm. And when it didn't happen, it was just like, uh, now no full grown man is going to want his wife to retire him. Okay. He's going to do what he has to do to retire himself. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I said that he was honored, like she gonna, she gonna retire. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let him retire. Yeah. That's Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. That's cute. Right. Cause he already was doing his thing. And when that happened, I felt that guilt of like not being able to keep my promise. Mm -hmm. And so every time I get knocked down, I get right back up, Mm -hmm. not just for myself, but I get back up for my promises. I get back up for my children. I get back up for my babe, my grandbabies. And so even still to this day, even though he is retired. Okay. I still tell him I'm still going to, set you up right yeah I'm she, still gonna make sure you're she good. um she always said said that and even those times when we had those um those challenging times and those moments i i never looked at it any differently because i always believed in her i believed in the passion i saw the briefcase right mm. right day one and day right. one right yeah, so i I, I believed it and i said to myself mm. i'm gonna do this until you do Mm. Wow. I'm going to keep I'm going to keep us where we need to be. That's great. Steady. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep us great. steady. I'm going to keep it steady until you do. He kept, he kept <clears throat> teamwork. Going. Yeah, teamwork. Okay. And so yeah, it's like you know, no matter how long it took, mm-hmm. you believed her. Yeah. And so it didn't matter like there was no time frame and there was no well, it's taking too long, so no, you right. you can't be for real. Like he said that he was going to continue doing what he was going to do until she did. That that if that I is not that. the epitome of a team, That's where it. like I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna put I'm gonna it on my shoulders. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put it on my shoulders so we can catch this W. Yeah. Now now those of you who are listening, you might have missed the full circle moment. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I saw the briefcase. We, suitcase. Right. Briefcase. We talked about the briefcase. Mm-hmm. It was empty. Mm. Right. Those of you who are listening, you probably missed this little because it, it, it was real quick while Constance <laughs> was talking where she was like when she's coaching her clients. Mm-hmm. She uh, makes it very yes. easy yes. for them to talk about their financial situations. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So what are you, Constance? Because Constance has a briefcase now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Let's yeah. just make that clear. Yeah. Like the I vision had was came to fruition. I am presently, I am a financial wellness coach, insurance agency owner, and soon to be financial advisor. So I take my test next month and I'll be a financial advisor and I'll be able to help people with their investments and managing their money and that kind of thing. But even before I decided to go down the lane of financial advisor, you know, I was down the road of financial literacy. And the Mm -hmm. reason why that was so important is because I grew up in poverty Mm -hmm. and I felt like at some points in my twenties, that I should have been better off by that time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I had some level of resentment, if I could be honest. Mm-hmm. I had some level of resentment because I felt like, well, why, why didn't somebody 
great grand somebody, mm-hmm. you know, put mm-hmm. something in place so that I wouldn't have to struggle like this. Yeah. So we wouldn't have to struggle like this, my sister and I. And we carry that weight of if it's going to be, it's going to be us. Mm-hmm. And it's just two of us, my, myself and my sister of my mom's kids. Mm-hmm. And everything we go out here and do, it is leaving the breadcrumbs for our children's children. Yeah, so we can't mm-hmm. be mad about who couldn't and wouldn't and shouldn't <coughs> and all of that right. prior mm-hmm. to us. We took the mantle and right. said, what well, everything I do from a book to a business to investments to real estate, whatever it is that I am doing for the now, mm-hmm. for my family now, right. I have to do it so well that there is enough left over for my children's children. Yeah. So I don't have time to get sick. I don't have time to complain. I don't have time to write. Mm-hmm. I have to get up running. I have this hashtag wake up running mm-hmm. because of the story about the lion and the gazelle. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a African proverb that goes every morning in Africa, the lion wakes up and he knows he has to outrun the slowest gazelle or he will starve. Yeah. And yeah. every morning in Africa, the gazelle wakes up and knows that it has to outrun the fastest lion or it will die. Yeah. But it doesn't matter which one you believe you are, the lion or the gazelle. Every morning, you better wake you up wake running. wake up running. Wow. It. Everything we do, we're doing it on purpose and we're doing it quickly. Yeah. And not to repeat history, <clears throat> we're building this for our children and their children and their children Mm -hmm. so we can leave them something leave them a foundation i use that word again Mm -hmm. to be able to stand on to do the things that they want to do continue on in the project the business or give them some type of foundation and our favorite word the land of options options. yeah (laughs) Yeah. to give them to give them some uh some stability even before they start Wow. That is fantastic. That That's amazing. And that's what this project, I'm telling you, those of you who are listening, that is what this project will do. You will hear in a moment how you can connect with them and how you can be a part of uh, this launch that's coming up. Yeah. Um, I just want to, before we um, turn a corner, I just, what you said was just such a, a closeout moment, mm-hmm. right? No matter where you see yourself in that story, mm-hmm. in that proverb, mm-hmm. yeah. whether you are the lion or the, or gazelle, the gazelle, every morning, you better wake up. Running. You got to wake up running. Yeah. That applies yeah. to your life in business. Those of you that are listening, that applies to your spiritual life. That applies to your life as it relates to creating a team within your marriage. Yeah. That applies to leaving a legacy for your children. Yeah. That applies to every aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. for those of you that are listening, now you're going to have to ask Constance for her permission, but (laughs) you need to you need to incorporate that hashtag into your life. Wake up. Wake Wake up up running. Yeah. Intentional. I love it. I love it. I would love to see it on social media. Wake up running. I love it. I love it. So listen, before we let you go, let let um, because, you know. I already told you before this, I'll, I'll talk your head off forever. We want to play a quick game with you. Okay. And after that, we need you to let us know how we can be a part of this and how we can get a hold of you guys. How can we uh, support? But um, I will let uh, my lovely bride talk you through this game. Don't, don't, don't be nervous. 
It's okay. very okay. simple. Okay. It's called the 60 Second Think Fast. Ooh. And what I'm going to do is ask you 10 questions. I'll alternate between you, Anthony, and then Constance. So okay. each of you will answer five questions. You have to do it in 60 seconds. The gist of it is I'm going to each question has a choice and you have to pick one of the choices. For example, what's your favorite color, red or blue? Those okay. kind of, those kinds of questions. Okay. We're going to we need to do it in 60 seconds. Oliver's going to set the timer, so we're going to try and do this in 60 seconds. Wait, do we both answer less. the same question? No, I'm going to go back and forth. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll prompt you. I'll give I'll say your name before I ask the question. Okay. Okay. Y'all ready? Yep. Okay, we'll start with you, Constance. I got them here. Okay, you ready, babe? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, Constance, see the movie or read the book? See the movie. Anthony, summer or winter? Ooh, uh, winter. (laughs) Constance, morning person or night owl? Night owl. (laughs) Anthony, small town or big city? Big city. Constance, car or truck? Car. Anthony, gym or outdoor exercise? Outdoor exercise. Constance, tropical island or ski resort? Tropical island. Anthony, action movie or comedy? Oh, that's tough. (laughs) Um, Action movie. Constance, baseball or football? Football. Okay, last one, Anthony. Try a new dish or play it safe. Try a new dish. Very good. Nice. Four seconds to spare. Wow. Good stuff. We made it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Man, that's 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 good. I listen, I could talk to you guys forever about this, right? And we may have to do another one so we can even dig a little dig a little deeper. Um, but the very last thing I want you guys to do. Uh, before we let you go is plug everything. How can we get a hold of you? Tell us the name of the book again, mm-hmm. um, how we can be, you know, in the front line for that when it when it comes out. Any other things that you guys have going on, please take this time to let us know. How many, so the authors of the book, how many of them are there in the book? I know you mentioned it. 24 couples. 24, 24, 24 couples. couples, yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and we've got some more. We're we're already recruiting for uh, volume two, volume which we two. hope you guys will be a part, part of. of. We, we really want you guys to be a part of volume two. And we're so grateful volume one for that is, is coming out very shortly. Uh, we uh, it's called Money Talks, Money Talks, Uncut Combos with Power Couples about love, money, and entrepreneurship. entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And the pre-sale book launch is December nineteenth. 2020 and it is virtual so it is online and for the ticket price of 25 dollars the attendee (laughs) will not only get to attend meet the co-authors meet the sponsors that kind of thing have fun we got giveaways up to three thousand dollars worth of giveaways um but they will also get the book 
So for nice. the ticket price, you are getting the book um, when it comes out in February. So February 13th Valentine's is weekend. our official launch. And mm-hmm. it is Valentine's weekend. Because it's couples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We are also capitalizing on Black History Month. So we Love do have that. all of these amazing people um, in the book. We said that we're starting our own financial or, or African-American economy. Yeah, Black economy. <laughs> <laughs> because we've got every profession. We have six veterans in the project volume mm-hmm. one, we have clinicians, we have engineers, fitness instructor, pa- three pastors in the book. Um, yeah, um, we have IT and tech, IT, yeah. caterers, accounting, you name real estate, wow. you name it. Nice. Right. And that's just 24 couples. Mm-hmm. Okay. We haven't even got to volume two or the sponsors. Mm-hmm. All of our sponsors are African American business owners. Mm-hmm. Nice. For, event so if you need it you probably can find it in the village we we like to use the word village because Mm -hmm. it really does feel like it we do leverage each other's um networks we leverage each other's expertise um we're really a family and so when this thing comes out um it's gonna just they're not ready they're not ready Mm -hmm. um as far as uh, social media i am on all my platforms as c craig mason at C. Craig Mason and Anthony is on there as Anthony Mason. Absolutely. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. <laughs> right. And, and we'll make sure that um, all of this information is in the show notes. Those of you who want to uh, be a part of this event and want to get your ticket, I urge you to do so. This is just, I it's like awesome. every time I talk to them, I'm just like, wow, this is just amazing. It is. Like this is unheard of. It is. And this well, is going to just blow people's minds. Yeah. It's going to do so well. I guarantee you it's going to do yeah, so it, well. It, it is. And and let me tell you so something needed. about about these these two, uh, this couple. Right. We had the privilege of speaking with them um, before this. And they are just real people, real people mm-hmm. like I know we say that yeah. like we say that often. Yeah. We throw that term around right. a lot, right? Yeah. They're mm-hmm. real. They're, you know. Yeah. But we had a conversation and Anthony said something that it, it really stuck with me. He was me like, this feels like we're in our living room. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and there's a certain connection that has to take place for you to feel that way. Right. right? So what I, I, I'm saying that to say I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Right. You all don't understand um, the blessing that you all have been in a very short time to us. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, wow. there, there are experiences that we've had that makes our encounter with you refreshing. Yes. Thank you. Thank and you. so I just want to affirm you guys yeah. because you all are doing something that is coming from the heart. Yeah. And you can tell. Right. You can tell. Will it blow up and make you financially wherever you want to be absolutely right but when you get to know these folks those that are listening that is not their that is not their immediate and number one goal right 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 they want to give you the tools and tips they they have created a toolkit like mm-hmm. we, like you go to Home Depot, you buy Black and Decker and all these people. You know, let me. Yes. I, I should yes. actually bleep that out because they're not paying me. But the, you go and buy these <laughs> these folks' tools, yeah. right? Yeah, they've already created their tools, right? 
this couple has created their own unique toolkit yeah. and they are willing to share that with you. Yeah. Yeah. I encourage yeah. everybody Phenomenal. to support everybody. Phenomenal. Make sure Phenomenal. you click every link that you see in the show notes. Make sure you click every one of them. Get your tickets for this conference. Purchase the book. Just do it all. This yeah. is a fantastic yeah. project. For and it's real easy too. Is bit.ly slash money talks VIP. There it is. Bit.ly slash money talks VIP. And we'll make sure that that's we'll in there so that, that you can so that well. you can do that. So I just want to affirm you guys, man. I, I love what you guys are doing. Um, the story is just one of transformation mm-hmm. and encouragement and yeah. restoration. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just amazing. And and what you are doing with that, mm-hmm. um, God is going to bless. Because a lot of times we keep that to ourselves. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. And it's not even so much that we're selfish, right? It's just that we we get to that point where, okay, it's working for us. And so we just keep going. Right. Yeah. Because we're just like, sometimes we're just like, oh, finally, it's right. working for us. And we just breathe that it's working for us. And not intentionally, but we just don't necessarily think, well, who can I turn around mm-hmm. and grab from behind and, you know what I'm saying, pour into and give them what what got us to where we are? Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. Fantastic. I love it. You guys yeah, are my, awesome. My, my grandmother used to always say, well, my grandparents basically raised me. And my grandmother used to always say, there's nothing new under the sun. Right. And of course, when you're eight years old eating pancakes, you don't really <laughs> understand what that means. Right. But it doesn't make sense. And we feel like it doesn't make sense for us to hold these experiences Mm -hmm. because there's nothing new under the sun. Somebody else needs to hear it. Mm. Yes. Somebody else is going through it. They need to hear it now. Right. I want to smell my flowers now. Yeah. And I think Constance will agree with me. I don't want you to cry at my funeral because I can't hear you anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Celebrate us now. Let's 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 all celebrate each other now. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Awesome, you guys. That and, and listen, that's how we're gonna end. We need that's to celebrate. We need to celebrate yeah. each other. And uh, Anthony and Constance are giving you an opportunity to celebrate with them. Yeah. Uh, and to give you some tools that will allow you to celebrate with others. Listen, guys, thank you so much. We can't thank you enough. Um, I'm, I'm honored. We're honored to just be a part of what's happening. Um, And may God bless you in just ways that I can't even articulate for what, for what you guys are doing. Likewise for you and your family. Yes. Much appreciated. I'm, I'm, I'm getting that, that same energy. That's how, that's how you know it's not fake. Yeah. Right, right. This has been another episode of Trade Secrets. Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless. God bless.